I actually touched on a subject. Um, marijuana. Weed. Cannabis. Skunk. Red. Dope. Tree. Bush. Ganja. I said that already, huh? <laughs> I got a lot of names for it. But, I'm not criticizing weed. Matter of fact, this is a toast, a toke to the weed man. African herb man. Oh, we should just say African or just the herb man. And they got some white herb men too. Asian. Now they're all colors. I've met them all. But, this isn't particularly not to the weed man in these established places now where they collect them fucking taxes outrageously and still not applying them to what they need and what they said they would do. Boom! But, thing is, African, the uh, herb man don't charge no tax. He ain't gonna give you no bullshit. He got one set price. Now, get kind of iffy when you're dealing with him sometime because you know you got this skunk you got the Reggie skunk and Reggie pretty much the same thing something full of seeds and that's okay seeds good you could actually take those seeds and plant your own dope but in the uh, other stuff what we call sesamillion which only means seedless you can get any one of them in the sesame style, in the cut, sativa. And if they keep the female away from the male plants, you know, it grows into this big, beautiful fucking bush. Big flowers without any uh, seeds. So, and it's more potent. So they say. I get high, I get high. If it take two joints or one joint, I'm going to get high to a certain point, and that's it. Now, if I take some of that good, good shit and smoke some of that, I get too fucking high. You know what I mean right in the beginning? But, the thing is, you're selling that, uh, that good, that's what they call it. You're selling that good, uh, diamogram. Now, you know the weed man over here? In the legal state, selling it the same fucking thing, even more. And they're taxing your ass with it. But I've always went to my weed man, Clem, Paul. Oh, God, they got more names than those two just in New Orleans. Slim came, not Slim, Slick. <laughs> you can't even forget the Slim. The other Maurice was dealing up on Washington. Didn't last long. And then the dude downstairs didn't last long. They, they're sometime dealers. You know, get a quarter or an ounce and break it up and then want to sell. Sell your nice pops the first time, go there the second time. Like, what happened? <laughs> but they're still taking a chance to still providing a service, you know. Because, I mean, not to say, they say marijuana is a gateway drug. Whatever. It is not. That was just one reason they could use to make it illegal and keep on criminalizing it. But it took them brave souls, these herb men, 
And yeah, they make their money. You know, and they, most of them smoke weed too. Took care of their habits or the medication. But let's call it medicine. We can't call it shit no fucking dope. They make dope. Pharmaceutical company made all that motherfucking dope and dropped it by way of prescription through the doctor. How about that shit? <laughs> but marijuana, on the other hand, it's fucking been around forever and ever and ever and ever. A man used it forever and ever and ever. Not just smoking it all kind of ways. Cook it down. Make a tea out of it. Brew it down. And it was just many ways they had of using this and using it for medicine, just like coca leaves. You know, coca leaves in its original state, you know, these people used for medicine. They chew a leaf and they had pain somewhere they... And it wasn't getting high, sky high. All they did was when they took coca, made it into coca cana, they uh, extracted all the narcotic properties out of it, concentrated, and then boom, that silly shit. But fuck cocaine. That get enough attention, and we tired of it. The thing is, marijuana is the thing. I could smoke a joint and feel good. I could drink a drink, feel good for a little bit, but soon that drink gonna come down on my head. Alcohol versus marijuana versus cocaine versus heroin versus the laws. You got marijuana, got cocaine, you got heroin. We talking about these opioids. Yeah. We ain't even gonna talk about the abortion pill, because that's some medicine they're trying to make it legal too. But all this shit not bought in by the people who criminalize and demonize about it. That shit brought in by the people who want to make the laws and prosecute your ass with. Oh, I know they're going to say, I ain't got fuck to do with that and you got to prove that shit. thing about that is, it's been proven. I'm not going to rehash that old bullshit. We know who's bringing it in the powers to be. And for what reason? For money. To these. But... We get the low end of the uh, uh, weed, but we still get it. Yeah. Ounce of Reggie usually costs you sixty dollars. Sometimes buy a half for thirty dollars. Sometimes they more a little more on that half. Now I had a deal of Clem. And Paul, I think they sold me my ounces for 50. Until sometime Clem would get a rag up his ass and forget shit. I think he just had smoking too much of his own good. But I never had no problem with him at all as far as weed, you know. Uh, but sometimes these weed men forget. 
They're dealing with fucking human beings sometimes. And sometimes that shit goes to their head and you got to pull them back. Just stop dealing with them for a minute if you can. Because ain't a lot of good weed, but you never take shit off of weed, man. And you never take shit in the store like they try to get you sometimes, leading you around by your fucking nose. Now, I did say that in the beginning when I ran across a lot of weed people. I, um, because that's what I do. I don't drink, don't do nothing else. I do weed. That's my medicine. And, um, thing about when it came legal in these fucking states. It was only after they manipulated that shit and was able to get control of it and start taxing that. Now, they say the people in these cities and states, uh, the city would benefit from them, the state would benefit from it, and they would spread these taxes around so they could take care of shit, but they're not taking care of shit. Like, they should be taking care of shit because the people who got criminalized and end up in the system that they're trying to clear their name now what because of those marijuana laws got control of this shit now and they always had but it's legal now and they can tax your ass so ain't that a motherfucker so one thing about the herb man might be kind of dealing with a person at some time he don't have no whole counter full of people well, you can say, oh, I don't want to deal with his ass. I want to deal with him. You got to go deal with that weed, man. But that's okay. So, you deal with the weed, man. But he ain't taxing your ass like the man. You buy a $60 bag of weed, a $60 fucking dollar. Go to California, buy a $60 bag of weed. You got to look at the TAC. Make sure it's at least over 20 And then, you got to look at the fucking... Uh, price. How much? Is it a quarter, a half, or a what? Because they get you, boy. They even sell joints. They sell candy. You come out better buying the candy, the live resin, and smoking that shit, vaping that shit, but you gotta watch the live resin they sell. That shit coats your fucking throat, heart, and lungs, and everything else if you're smoking the wrong one. But not just do they tax you. They're putting a pretty motherfucking face behind marijuana now. It's for the kids. The CBD help. Kids needed with epilepsy. Asthma. Mm. I remember we used to blow smoke in them kids' face when they were young. When they had asthma and different things. Something bothered the kids. We didn't always. No, we didn't give them weed. But we smoked around them. I don't know when this asthma shit came in. Oh, that was when people said stop smoking that shit around them kids. <laughs> in the city, in the air. Got so bad in the city. It was just too fucking messed up to even imagine living in there and breathing something worth living in. I mean, cancer rolled through there too. So, but the weed, man, we ain't got to worry about that fucking tax. Sometimes they run out. Most of the time they run out. Oh, I'm out. I'm waiting on the shipment. And he's just waiting on the white boys to get some more or hook up with them. But that's where we get it from. 
I tried to sell. Mm. I'm not good at selling weed. Because I try to keep enough of it to smoke it all. So I'm not good at it. I just go ahead and buy it smoking. And I usually buy me a couple of ounces every two weeks. An ounce a week. Smoke gauze, white boy. Then I make my butter. I make coconut butter. Cannabis infused cocoa butter. And I made that even in the city, New Orleans, where down south, up in Ohio. Anyway, it wasn't legal, I made it. I even made it on this side, in California stuff. Whereas you could buy it easily, but I like making my own. I like buying an ounce and making a, a, a quarter, uh, maybe a half a quarter, I think it is, of uh, coconut butter, you know, um, 16 ounces at least. And I could do that with a half an ounce or a quarter ounce, really, a weed. And I could make that, use that, cooking, which I really miss. But, you know, I'll get back to it as soon as I get somewhere stable inside. But they're selling weed, all kind of weed, candy. But it was the CBD that caught people. Yeah, this health care, this, 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 this. And they wasn't talking about your kids. They were talking about their kids. All in Louisiana, it became medical. It became medical, you know. Yeah, they give it to you medical. I got a friend down there who used CBD for pain. Um, and the shit, they sell just CBD. You know, there ain't no weed, marijuana in it at all because it's illegal to have any kind. But see, the CBD still have THC. Are they getting high off it? No. But then, again... There's a lot of weed farms in Louisiana. <laughs> they got them all over. People grow shit in their basement. Some for own personal use, some to sell. And we know this. And this is where they get that good from. Also, they get that good from these legal states. You go to store and buy, I could go to store and buy a $25 ounce. Just above 20% TAC in it. And you know, you get weed up to 40 50% THC in it. Smoke a joint of that shit, you fucking go crazy. I think. I don't go that way. I mean, I don't never know what weed gonna do me. Weed have me walking sometimes. I don't want to fucking walk somewhere and then end up so far away like fuck. But, well, forget where I'm at when I walk. But, they, they take this weed and Oregon was a big thing. They don't even, some of it don't even go to the fucking store. A lot of that shit fucking illegal in farms up there, you know. You go there, work there, get your weed, and then do wolf in Alaska just to send weed up to Alaska. Because they send it everywhere. Alaska, they could grow it inside, but, you know, I'm not sure if they do. That's a big electric bill and bill farm. But some of them do. They got basements and shit, they grow it. So, I mean, if there's money in it, if you're making money in it, people will grow it and use it. And, you know, and get some, like I say, some for personal use and maybe friends. But some have a bigger operation where it's for, you know, monetary gain. And they're all over the country. <laughs> Let's not get mistaken about that. That You know, everybody figured they could grow some sesame down in their basement. You know, keep the females, get rid of the males. But um, the other thing about 
you know, the marijuana now in these legal states. Not only are they getting a lot of it from these legal states, but they're getting a lot of the bullshit. And uh, you really got to watch some of that shit because it's sometimes free. This little dude, uh, Slim, in the apartment complex, you know, who used to be a sometime dealer. Sometimes it was just easy to go get a couple of grams from him and roll up a, a, a blunt. Instead of running across the canal, I mean, across the river, into the lower night ward to see Clem. And the only time I went over there is when I wanted some Reggie, if he had it. You know, he was one of them in and out. So, uh, little Slim, he thought he was, uh, uh, hot shit because he's selling some dimes around there. He's that little gangster and shit, you know. And they had to just stop him because the dude want to go from $10 to $15 for a fucking gram and think you're desperate. You know, and he's getting his shit from, yep, of course, Oregon and shit. Because he's even mentioned it, you know. My people ain't said it. That accent shit all over. I ain't busting nobody. I hope the girl I'm not. But, I mean, fill that shit up tight, fuck. Nigga, sell these sealers. <laughs> oh, okay, shut up. Go to another way. But anyway. For the herb man out there, keep doing what you're doing. You're providing a needed service. Um, we always known that marijuana shouldn't have been criminalized. But, you know, we have no control over these laws. Uh, now they're selling them in these states. Scraping all this money, pulling all this money, saying it's going to these underprivileged, to the schools and different things. And it really ain't made a difference. Uh, no matter how much tax they collect off anything. And now it's weed. It don't go to what they say. I mean, it's always something. They got to do a study first to see how to uh, uh, do the schools. Where, so there go that money. So uh, they put a pretty picture on these faces now, you know, and people feel good going in, in, into these places by me, myself, you know, if I find somebody who's dealing fucking weed, um, and it's not coming out that store, I'm going to buy it from them, especially if they're selling the same shit without the tax, get it? I don't need that 10% discount, now the 10% discount I get here still have me paying $10 more than the item, yep, in Winter Haven. So, when I run across people, and I hadn't found anybody down here who's selling weed, you know, hey, man, I got the weed. I didn't find it in Seattle. Um, and they're selling the shit without the tax. <laughs> a nice fucking 20-cent bag I got from a dude up there. Some Girl Scout cookies, and that shit was so motherfucking good. I went and jumped on a, uh, uh, went to Billingham and slept outside that night. No, I didn't. I've got a hotel. But I was going to uh, stay in Seattle for the night. But that shit had me so fucking uh, like paranoid that got out of town. But that's the chance you take when you're buying shit on the street. It could either be really good or really bad. A weed man ain't going to fuck with his weed and lace it up or nothing. You don't really have to worry about that unless you don't know this person. Weed man not gonna fuck around and say you know shit that's gonna cause his reputation to flounder and fuck his money up. Cause weed man is just like a fucking bartender. 
he got customers, he got regulars, and he got people he gives a discount to, he got people he, uh, leery of. Don't, ex- you that we man, don't take no new customers. Yeah, bro, I got, this is my boy, man, don't bring your boys and them over here, but you know that already. They could sit out and wait in the fucking car, and maybe they can't even do that. But because you've got to watch uh, uh, your back all the time, they'll come to your house when you're not even in your house. <laughs> so the thing about the weed man, he's got his own special security. And I remember in the project, they were selling puffers in the, one of them damn doors right in the driveway. Go around the back in the big courtside and knock on the door, and they had a fucking door locked up tight. And they had um, a square cut into the door and served you right out of that fucking square. Y'all know I ain't lying. A puffer. Go get a puffer. $2 each. Now, that was all about getting your money because they used them big old fucking easy wire and put it, little no, no weed in the fucking thing and you're smoking mostly paper. So, you know, if, if they... You know, it's some people who had control over weed, and some people you was limited. You just didn't know who had weed. And a lot of times, it was short a lot. And you go to one of them motherfuckers, boy, you just hate yourself. Hate them. Swear you're not going to go back until you say, damn, where the weed at? Oh, no, man, they're selling puffers. And you got sometimes they had somebody selling good puffers through there, and sometimes they had not. Somebody was ripping you off. Pretty much selling your shit. But it beats the hell out of going on the street because they always know where you could go back and say, hey, man, you could buy one, smoke them all, and say, okay, that's good, I'm going right back. Or either go buy uh, buy a bunch of them, or either you buy a bunch of them, walk away and say, oh, fuck, you're fucked. So it was a lot better to go somewhere where you could go back, right back, uh, not with the thing and say, hey, I just bought the, I don't want to hear that shit. That that don't work in the drug game, in the weed game. But what you do by that one smoking? Oh fuck, that's good. I better go get me three, four more of these, or ten dollars worth, five of them, one for now, one for later. But anyway, you know how that goes. But the thing is, um, it was always dicey. Uh, unless you knew the weed man, there was one right there on Mazan Street. Uh, right there where the Florida Project started across the street from me. I forget this dude's name. Everybody in my family knew him. Everybody in my family fucking smoked weed. We've been smoking weed since... Shit, I started smoking weed when I was... Goddamn, still in elementary. Took my first joint anyway. Um, but I forget this van, Vince. Look at this dude name. Cool, cool as a motherfucker. But this dude uh, let you invite you in there, sit down. He like my sister, you know, Invite you in there, sit down, ever join. You know, he knew my whole family because, like I say, my whole fucking family went over there. Even knew the ones that didn't smoke, which was maybe two, three of them. Creighton, Yolanda, Helen. But uh, you know everybody, Van Vincent, and um, he sold allowances, you know. And the dude was straight up good. They let the, that was a straight weed man, you know. Uh, 
And he had this girl, Deborah. Deborah, I went to school with Deborah. Oh, uh, yeah, I used to be in love with Deborah, too. But he, uh, he was, he was a good dealer. Good, good fucking dealer. And they, they was always invite you and have a seat, because, like I said, they know the family. Invite you and have a seat, smoke a joint with you, want a cup of coffee. And I mean, they were good fucking down to earth dealers. And, you know, he didn't really do business till night, but, you know, he always told us to come when we want our week, come over in the daytime early. Because, again, he lived across from the project, and he had this big gate around his thing, and he would uh, mostly serve at night in the project. You know, and he got busted a couple of times, and that was a bad thing. The police come rolling his house, take his shit. And always, they always stop. When they just stop the weed, man, they don't just stop the weed, man. They stop the weed and the man. The men in it, you know, the men who relied on that shit. Yeah, we say, fuck. Feel sorry for them, but who got the weed in? <laughs> but, uh, you got to take it off to them, because these dudes did provide a very, very needed service. They were criminalized for them. Some of them gonna, um, Hold that tag the rest of their life, even though it's legal now. They're not going to let them go with the uh, distribution of it. So, I got to say, you know, they saved me. And one thing I got to say, the weed man provide a needed service. And they, that should have been the first ones who got these fucking dispensaries. Uh, instead of these white boys, rich motherfuckers who... You know, had the money to pay that big, huge tax they was ready to put down. Yeah, they kept us out of the game. They taxed us during the game when the shit was illegal, and they still illegal in some of these states. And they um, taxing you now. They taxing you on both ends because that money being made off of that billions and billions and billions. More than what uh, was made, or what they say was made during uh, the time when it was illegal. So, and I know the weed man, we know the herb man ain't get that kind of money. You know, because the herb man usually gave out a lot of shit free to his regulars. You know, you don't hear from him what, in a while he called you, what's up man, what's going on? Ah, uh, ain't nothing. You ain't been over in a minute. Yeah, I'm kind of broke. Well, look, stop on by and pick this up. No, man, I can't afford that. Hey, I ain't say nothing about buying it. Pick it up. It's on you. There's a lot of weed men who do that shit. I'll give you a little extra with your weed. Hey, you get these two ounces here. Here's a little pack of good. Try this out. I know you don't mess with it, but... So, herb man, <laughs> love you, herb women too, they got a lot of them, I ain't trying to slight, but I mean, herb man in general is human, like doctor, you think of a doctor, and that's all the herb man, but I love that song, Bob Marley hit it on the head back then in the days. African herb man or was that his son Ziggy one of them I think it was Ziggy 
But no. African airmen, white airmen, Asian airmen, Chicana airmen. I met y'all. This is Louis. This dude, oh boy, I got to mention this dude in El Paso. No. Mm, I used to buy a quarter pound on there. Or was it a half a pound? Maybe $400. Or was it a pound? I don't even. A brick. I used to buy a fucking brick. A brick of fucking weed. I made more butter and shit down there. I fucking. Oh, damn. They'd have measured my damn uh, TH level. It would have been off the fucking scale. Every month I bought a fucking brick. I spent $400 on that brick. What I used to. That's all I limit myself. A month. That's the maximum. But I couldn't pass that up. A brick. Tony. I'm going to just say Tony. What this Julio talk about this Tico Taco place? Tico Taco Taco Tico. But I met the dude through Louis. Louis, Louis know where all the fucking weed at. Louis one of them people who drank. Everybody running to smoke, so you know where the weed at because he smoked too. But I met this dude and uh, he he was fucking straight up cool. After he knew me a couple of times, you know, fuck, I could go around there by myself. Knew his wife, his wife would serve me. So they were straight up, you know, Chicano, herb man. That was right there in El Paso. Uh, Loco Taco? No, no, no. Chico Taco? Something that, you know, Julio talk about it. It's a little chain down there. But that was the herb man in uh, Phoenix. My herb man was a little nigga around the corner, boy. Only time I went to him was when shit was really short. Sometimes he'll serve me. After I don't go to him a while, he'll serve me good. And it starts shortening up. So I have to stop dealing with him. And then, But uh, usually it was Rasta. But, you know, when Rasta get his ass in trouble and got to hide out, because Rasta was a fucking roughneck motherfucker. I mean, not so much roughneck, but, you know, Rasta served anybody that didn't fucking matter. So, he had a, and police was always after him because he served weed out there. He was black serving weed. And then, I mean, you could get weed. and <laughs> You could get fucking weed in, in, in Arizona and Phoenix. It's just limited where you get that fucking weed. And they've been having fucking... Police doing home invasions into dealers' homes, taking their shit and fucking moving on. Yeah, well, we know that game. So, uh, fucking Rasta was the one who had a gun, so he started blowing caps at a motherfucker when they come in his door, and he knew. And so the police, you <laughs> shoot out with the police one time. I got to hang around him too long, but he was fun. He was fun, you know, and then he wanted to ask me to start getting his weed, help him get his weed. Hey, bro, give me a ride here. Give me a ride here. Oh, fuck, dude. You setting me out of here. <laughs> but uh, that was my man there. Him, little dude around the corner. I even bought some weed for white dudes out there. And uh, there was uh, 
I pretty much had. Alaska, it was spring. Anywhere else, I pretty much had. Uh, you know, and then even when Alaska got free, I just didn't uh, bother it too much because uh, I still bought my weed from Frank because when Alaska, not free, but not criminalized, they, um, they taxed it and they fucking sold little shit, you know. So the weed herb man up there still sold better quality. Uh, I got a fucking, when I went up there in 2000, what that was, 16, I believe. I went up there and fucking ounce of weed was like, god damn, I had to get a Tupperware to put it in. And because it was, you know, dry shit out, it will flower, I mean, wet it down and make it way more. But I bought that from Frank Wears and I go into town and get a fucking quarter for a hundred and something dollars. Now, yeah, that cost me $300 by this fucker last me from the time I got that out to the time I left. And I was there from June, July. I was there a month or so. Maybe longer than a month. But, uh... The herb man always been part of my life. I don't never seen them as criminals or anything. It's just people who provide human services. That's like the thief. <laughs> people can't always afford shit, so the thief go downtown, take a chance on stuff, and go get it and provide a service. But then I don't want to compare a fucking herb man to a thief because it's not the same. But anyway, I'm going to let this go. Oh, shit, I was pointing at the wrong way. But I hope you heard what I got to say, because that was a lot, a lot of fucking music on that side. But I'm going to have to listen to this and see if I did it right. Because I'm not, you know, I'm used to the mic. But I heard the mic by the music. Oh, damn. That's probably everything you picked up. Everything you picked up was the fucking music. So, I'm going to have to see, play this one and see how it turned out. So, later. And God bless your God. And the world spirit God. Universal God. Bless the herb man. Ain't nothing but a natural high.